It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. That would be a good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I go by the name. Mitch, and it, it is 4 p.m. on a relaxing Sunday afternoon. That means that you are tuned into the greatest neo soul classic hip hop show on the web, powered by nexttoyell.com. I know around this time you guys are all used to the, um, the, the sultry voice of everybody's favorite producer slash co-host. But uh, we decided that she has earned more than one day of a staycation. So uh, MJ is away, but I'm pretty sure she is listening. So big shout out to MJ. I'm going to hold the first 30 minutes of the show down that we call 30 Minutes of Music. This is still her playlist. Without further ado, we're going to jump right in with the song from last week's guest. Not last week, I'm sorry, because we gave you guys a break, so I had a problem today. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but we're going to get into the week before that, the last guest in the cypher, oh, Miss Scott Collette, Kay Big Spender. Every woman, weak in the knees 
He gets what he wants and does what he pleases When he walks in, the whole place freezes Mr. Big Spender, it's nice to meet ya My name is Sky and I can see that You're thinking about being my main squeeze I wouldn't mind being your baby I must warn you that I'm a lady My love will drive you crazy
times I look deep in my soul Where it comes from can't be told Emotions are the only thing I know That's why I cry when it's rainy laugh When it's sunny get mad When it's cloudy and calm at sundown To feel life is natural Without a disdain living at all That's why I cry when it's rainy laugh When it's sunny get mad When it's cloudy and calm at sundown To feel life is natural Without a disdain living at all That's life That's life When it's coming my way How dare you tell me about me Even though it might be true anyway Well the tears they start to roll like yeah yeah Cause I really don't know what to do oh. But I realize I'll be just fine Cause my feelings gonna change in time That's why I cry That is life from the new Mrs. Vickers. Big shout out. We send a shout out to her every week for her new last name. I know she's out in LA getting ready for the BET Awards, which are coming on tonight. For those of you that may not have known, at 8 o'clock, being hosted by the new, I guess, uh, first family of television, the Blackish parents, Tracy Ellis Ross, Anthony Anderson. I'm not going to talk too long. Uh, before that, we played League. Aria Linnell, and uh, again, opened everything up with A Big Spender, Scott Collette. If you miss any of those shows, you can always catch those shows on blogtalkradio.com slash the new soul cipher. You can also catch them at our parent company, nextyf.com. And you know, here on the show, we love bringing new music. We love dropping new music. Big shout out to Liddell Woods for getting his latest single out to us. We're going to jump back into the cipher, 30 minutes of music with Love Drug. 
Just to feed their cars and boats 
Free from Jackie Vincent, blue singer out of Texas. Everything as Cuba say is bigger in Texas. Before that was Elijah Bland with the one, and big shout out to Liddell Williams dropping that new music on us, Love Drugs, on his recent EP. Again, you are tuned into the cipher. I go by the name T. Mitch, standing, sitting, relaxing in the bed for the one and only MJ, who is on staycation which is why you are listening to my voice right now instead of her sultry, seductive section of the cipher. Y'all like that alliteration? Look that up. Y'all know what that means. We're going to jump right back in. I ain't going to do too much talking. I'll the next time you hear a couple of voices. It should be mine and the host of the new soul cipher, Q-Man, returning from whatever he calls what he's been doing for the last couple of weeks. We got a lot to talk about. Stay tuned with us. We're going to, in light of this being the BET Awards, we're going to get into a little hip-hop soul. 
with a friend of the show, Keddy. This is true love. Baby, check it out. You got me mesmerized with your brown eyes and your beautiful smile. Street poetry is my everyday. But every step you take, I hope you pass my way. I'll give you a try, but if you do trouble, man, you might pass me by. Like I'm brown, yellow, Puerto Rican, or Haitian. What about Ghanies? You know, far from basic. Brooklyn girls, you know, we keep it fresh and real. I'm a pretty little something on the New York street, but this is how I represent over this here beat. Yeah, you took me out. But sex was on your mind for the whole damn route. Your mind was in a frenzy in a horny state, but I couldn't drop down because you couldn't relate.
And good afternoon, everyone. It is 4.30 on a very, very nice Sunday afternoon. And you are live on the New Soul Cypher with the Q-Man and T-Mitch, where we're going to deliver to you 60 minutes of Neo-Soulgasm. Are you enjoying this weather, T-Mitch? You know, you're in D.C. It, it feels like the best text. What? Enjoy the uh, not the word I would use <laughs> to talk about this weather, but it is, it is nice weather. How about you? Sound like you're trying to drive home back there. T. Mitch, I'm having some trouble hearing you. Is that better? Yes. Okay. I went on this little mini rant about being in D.C. where it's humid yeah. all the time. You <laughs> don't, it? You don't really, you don't, yeah, you know, this is like swampland and it's always humid. So you don't really get to enjoy the weather. You kind of suffer through it. Mm-hmm. So um, I do think it's a beautiful day. I've been out a couple of times to try to grab some gold. But, uh, yeah, black people don't want to be open on Sundays. So. <laughs> but I said, it sounds like you're trying to drive home the fact that it's uh, a beautiful day out. So I take it you're enjoying the weather. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It is very, very nice out. How nice is it back home? Oh, lovely. It's sunny. No, not a lot of clouds. It's a good day to be inside recording the new Soul Cipher. I love that. That was a great spin. I love how you did that. <laughs> so talk to me, man. Like you've been, you've been gone. Like we cleared everything. MJ didn't leave us no notes. She didn't leave us no to do list. Like what? this has been cleared so that you can tell everybody where on. God green earth you have been. <laughs> well, I I was in Atlanta last weekend. Was it last weekend or the weekend before? I don't know, brother. I don't know. I know your shadow more than I know you. I don't know. Well, it's an empty I, I silhouette. <laughs> I did have to go to Atlanta for an event. Um, Atlanta is a wonderful place. With wonderful people and wonderful food, and they showed me mm-hmm. a wonderful, wonderful amount of love. Okay, that's cool. What was going on down in Atlanta? I was down there for the Independent Authors Awards. Okay. Uh, I had a very good time, and I um, actually I have to go back down in July for the National Black Book Club Conference. That's dope, man. Any anything you can tell us about the award show? You know, I I, I didn't know that they did an independent author's award show. How's that? How's that work? Oh yeah, it was cool. You know, um, a lot of authors that self-publish um, received awards and things, and uh, you know, it's a weekend with a lot of things going on. I made sure to make it to one of my favorite events, Old School Saturday, mm-hmm. and um. I had a lot of Krispy Kreme and crystals. I, I knew you would. And, you know, a lot of country women like when you talk without Geechee twang. So 
Did you come back from Atlanta? Did you come back from Atlanta with a new word? Somebody taught you Geechee? <laughs> you know, while I was down there, one thing that I found interesting was that they have all women's kickball leagues where wow. there's 40 teams in a league, T. Mitch. They're mm-hmm. all playing on 10 different fields on a Sunday in one park. They all have on uh, af- uh, what are they? yoga pants and, and biking shorts. They're barbecuing. Okay. There's a DJ. Uh-huh. It it was okay. it was a lot. Okay, I like the way you worded that because that was a that was a very very ugly web that you kind of <laughs> were drawing there. <laughs> it was right. It was right to sexism and misogyny, and I like how you maneuvered your way through that. <laughs> I appreciate that, especially going with yoga pants and not. Any other beautiful metaphors and similes I've known you to come up with? I'm very proud <laughs> of you for that. So yeah, Atlanta's nice, man. Very nice. So you was only that's Atlanta for one week. Yeah, I can't remember what the other week was. I'm sure I told you what was it. I'm trying to remember too because. It was definitely something productive because we did not bash you on the show two weeks ago. You saved the bash. Yeah. We didn't I bash you two weeks ago. I can't remember what it was, but. But it was definitely something that was positive. Well, you know, you, you're a busy man, man. And I wanted to give you an opportunity to plug. So why don't you go ahead and, and plug? Oh, you mean uh, the Dirty Circle? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Obviously, the thing that you have that you're promoting, that you're putting out to the world. Of course, that's the thing I'm talking about. I was not talking about the Lakers' second round, the Lakers' second pick in the draft. Well, yes, I, I've been doing all of this work promoting my book, The Thirty Circle, which is doing very well. Um, a gentleman named Matt Milligan, that works for the New York Times, took a liking to it, and it's been selling more than expected ever since and in a surprise twist we have begun filming a trailer and it is already almost completely converted into a screenplay so a lot of things going on so can i ask you a question while i have you on air sure um the last time you were in a position like this, you came on air and you told all of our listeners that you were going to allow me to have a hand in casting things of that nature. Now, I, now this is a different book. I'm asking <laughs> on air, do I get some type of, you know, participation points like that, like I was offered before? Because, you know, I didn't do anything. To lose that privilege that I was given. Uh huh. I just wanted. I just wanted. I just wanted to be recorded somewhere. You would definitely be a member of my personal advisement team in all of those aspects. I appreciate that. Y'all heard it here. You know, I got my own group since you've been gone. They're they're, the Mitch, they're Mitch's Marauders. 
Like, you know, um, <laughs> I got my own section. You know, Maraud, Cypher, and Tribe Called Quest. I got my Marauders. <laughs> so y'all heard that here first. I will be a part of the brain trust of the Dirt Surfer. Wow. Yes, indeed. Wait, well, um, Cleveland, man, you okay with that? I'm not okay with it. No, of course not. I'm not okay with it. Um, actually, as time was running down, and I'm stuttering a little bit because I'm trying to get your website up on Twitter so everybody knows where to get the Dirty Circle. That's QManBooksOnline.com. What's the website? Just QManBooks.com. Alright, yeah, I do you son. QManBooks.com. Alright, let me put that up on Twitter. Um, so I can tell you the the, the fuckery. Um, that was the NBA Finals. Um. <laughs> See, see, see how I feel about this. I've been waiting to rant about this for a little minute. You know what happens when MJ is not in the building. So Did you just say that? <laughs> I, I actually did just say that. Um, <laughs> When they were up 3-1 mm-hmm. and Le- LeBron tripped a grown man from behind because someone finally had enough gumption to play him the way he's been playing everyone else for the last, what, 14 years. <laughs> And then he decided to do what you will agree is one of the most disrespectful things to do in sports and to step over another person, like to sun you. This is your work underneath my balls. So when that man got up and again did not back down, I thought that it was foul that Mr. James broke the unwritten code in sports where you don't go run into the media about what's discussed within the lines of the sport that you play. <laughs> I was a quarterback. I played football. Many white people tackled me and told me, I'm going to be here all day, N-word, all day. I didn't go run to no official and tell them that my civil rights was being you know, violated. And I feel so bad because he called me that N-word. But, you know, I guess in, in Akron, when you get married and have kids, you don't act like a female dog. Here nor there, I will say, <laughs> the series turned after Game 5. Mm-hmm. I do believe that physics and chemistry and all other very intellectual sciences that talk about the unstoppable force and the immovable object are very, very much true. <laughs> and when a six foot nine, two hundred and sixty pound unstoppable force gets in a rhythm, this is what happens. Mm-hmm. I will say, like I posted on Facebook and you liked it, I know how hard it was for me to send that to the internet. <laughs> So that it would never be forgotten. I am no longer a LeBron James hater. I am not a LeBron James fan, but I will not hate him because that is one of the most remarkable performances I've ever seen in sports. It was. It definitely was. I, and, then, and you know and, what? Come on, T. Mitch. Do we really want them light skinned guys to win another championship? Come on, man. You know, personally, um, I was actually having this conversation earlier. I'm not the biggest fan of Golden State, not for the reasons you just brought up, like their level of relevance. <laughs> but um, I do, I do think that there's there's something a little 
off about the NBA when the champions don't have a level of physicality to them. Mm. Just a bunch of shooters. I do have mm-hmm. an issue kind of with the direction of the game if that happens because unfortunately the game always seems to trend toward who's winning. Right. You know, in the 90s when the Bulls were winning, everybody wanted to try and Everybody wanted a superstar with a number two. And then Shaq had his run, so everybody wanted a big man with a wink. We always try to follow the trend of the champions, and I would hate to see Golden State copycats all over the league. So I didn't think it was good. It was great for parity in the league. But as I was saying, um, I, as far as Cleveland's win, the only thing that I was happy about was that for four young African-American men originally from New Jersey will now have their names etched in history in, in basketball sports. So I'm very, oh, very, very proud true. of that. I'm very proud of that. But for you that don't know what four that is, because, you know, there's a lot going on other than Kyrie Irving. Um, Ooh, I got to tell you something about him. Will do. There's J.R. Smith, the one running around with no shirt on, and no, everyone in New Jersey did not do that. Tristan Thompson is also a a relative is a resident of New Jersey originally, and um, Dante Jones, who you all remember might have went to Duke and played at Memphis for a while. So those four. Wait, who was the three you said, T. Mitch? Oh, you said four. J. Well, Kyrie, J.R. Smith, mm-hmm. Tristan Thompson, and Dante Jones. I forgot about Dante Jones. Yeah, so those New Jersey boys have rings. They're part of history. The first team to ever come back from a 3-1 deficit. I'm more happy about that than LeBron bringing a championship to Akron because it's never going to Akron. It's going to be in Cleveland. He didn't bring a championship to Akron. Akron's not going to get restaurants. They're not going to get an expansion team. They're just going to get a community center with his name on it that no one's going to go to because Akron is still an urban city where people die. So I'm not sipping the Kool-Aid or none of that nonsense. That's pretty much how I felt about the finals. And I do think that Steph Curry sneakers are up. (laughs) Did you hear about Kyrie Irving's um, yacht party? I know you did. No. I mean, I heard of it, but, you know, certain things that I like to put out to the world about the young black youth and some things I just try to internalize and not have to think about. <laughs> well, he had a yacht party. Mm-hmm. And now, look, I'm just the messenger here, but I read an article. Yeah, you. hmm <laughs> And it said that he had a yacht party. And... He gave strict instructions to all of his friends that no black women were to be invited onto the yacht. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Let me tell you something. Um, <laughs> I just I was just on an orange is the new black binge. So, I'm uh, not really in a good place to make comments about race relations. <laughs> so, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just stick to the fact that they just won a championship and um, kind of move on from there. Don't really have a good comment. I could try to spin that a number of ways. I could try to say that the women he allowed on the yacht don't watch basketball and they won't ask him about if they would have won last year had he not been so fragile. Um, 
African American women also aren't going to ask. I mean, they're going to ask you questions about uh, Kaylani, and the women that can go on the yacht will not ask him about the ex girlfriend who may or may not have been cheating on him and they got on Instagram. So I think there are a lot of things that might have had something to do with him not wanting urban women on the yacht. But um, what I will say is that we were not invited to the yacht party, and I know people that know Kyrie, so I will make sure that a bug is put in his ear about where my invitation was to said yacht party. I I am familiar with him to a degree as well. Yeah, so not really feeling that. But you know, let's, 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 let's be talking basketball and how you feel about the draft. It was pretty corny. I mean, I watched it all, but I didn't understand it. I, I would I would be remiss if I don't mention to the world that MJ was at the NBA draft. That might have been why everything was blown off. Are you serious? She was there. She was she she snapped from there. She got tickets. She was there at the draft, and I think every team after the number two pick, she might have been texting and tweeting and talking to them, and that's why it was just a sham. MJ, you're not getting a payday. I don't, I mean, I don't, you're not getting a payday, MJ. Cut it out. <laughs> Are you kidding? Why would you say that? And second, why are you trying to stunt on her come up? If that's, if that's what she's trying to do, why are you throwing shade on her come up? <laughs> You know, Vicky said you either either sling rock or you got a wicked jump shot. He left the women (laughs) out. They got to find a way in between. MJ has no chance. Come on. You really coming at her neck right now, and I'm just, we just... I'm not gonna co-sign none of this. Hey, we just gonna, just gonna just try to move forward. You go, you see, you done did it. You done did it now. You well, done did it. I got it. You done did it. Go, go ahead, speak your piece, lady. Oh shoot! I thought you said she wasn't around today. So you'd like to think that I wasn't around today, aren't you? Hey. <laughs> Just, just because I'm not around doesn't mean I'm not listening. Oh. That's what I'm trying to, I try to tell you, Q, just because she ain't, like, like on it don't mean she ain't listening. Her number wasn't in the queue, but then she oh. called in. It's killing me, man. Oh. <laughs> so what, what, what's going to be hoopla? What, what's the problem? What happened? What's the <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I, 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 Team Mitchell said you were at the draft, you know. Mhm. I was. Well, we I were, was at the we draft. Were, we were just discussing it, you know. Mhm. Mhm. You know. See, Team Mitch has an unwritten language that I can read very well. So. When he said draft and he like rolled the A so that it was like, you know, the one with the the A with the umlaut over it, I knew that that was mm. his way of trying to say that you know you were at the draft trying to get the uh, league child support minimum of sixty grand a year. You better stop. I did not say that MJ was trying to get chose. I just said she was there. 
she is not to date her or anything. No one that got drafted is anywhere within a range of age that she should be caught with. Exactly. <laughs> Some of them can't even legally buy me a drink, so let's just let's just say that. However, I will just uh, comment on uh, the experience that I had. I have uh, what the people today would like to call plugs. So I have two plugs. Um, that work for the NBA. Big shout out to you guys. I'm not going to put you guys out there because, you know. Um, oh, I want to take it. Not only that, but I, I respect their uh, their positions at the company and things like that. But uh, I was blessed to have the opportunity to be there. And not only was I there, but the seats I had were amazing. I was right behind all of the, the magic that was being done. Like, I was looking at ESPN broadcast while looking at two other guys uh, commentate on the guy, on the players who were being drafted. So one after the other, I was looking and watching and cheering them on. So it's a great experience. Um, had a great time with everybody that I went out with. But, yeah, Q, let me tell you something. Don't come to oh. MJ <laughs> unless MJ sends to you. No, that, that's, that, that, that's not what happened. <laughs> just <playing. laughs> Or am I? I no. <laughs> you know I'm uh, on your we, side. No, there's no side. There's no sides, and this is an equilateral triangle. MJ, we're gonna let you go. Thank you. <laughs> so that we can get back to doing what we're doing, and you just keep you go get back to your staycation and stay off the line. <laughs> I will. All right. So anyway, Q. Yeah, that was that was the draft. I agree with you. That was not planned. There was no me saying nothing crazy. I don't like anything that was done. I hate the Orlando draft. It was just, it was ridiculous for me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame you. But so, uh, hey, go ahead. OKC man. Yeah, I'm just I'm 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 looking forward to next season to see. Um, what Durant does and how that affects Westbrook and all the other free agents. We can't not talk about Derrick Rose being a Nick, though. That is huge. I might actually go to a Nick game. Like I haven't done that since like Patrick Ewing Senior was a Nick. <laughs> and you know, Nick fans—they're never happy. So they're they're still nah. not happy about it. And they never will be. Like Jordan would have to come out of retirement and play for the Knicks, or LeBron would have to play for the Knicks. The Knicks fans would truly be happy. You have a former MVP that's still in his twenties, mm-hmm. and you're not happy. But he got yet. That's crazy. What'd you say? I said he has yet knees. <laughs> <laughs> That's really like, offensive. But but Q, can I tell you real talk? Like, and I don't care how many Nick fans like are, are listening. Like, I really don't. I would I would in a fantasy league. I draft you before I drafted Derrick Rose. You know how to play with your knees. <laughs> I see your point. There's no way. I don't care how old the rest of your body is. There's too there's too much mileage on them fragile tires he got. <laughs> I think I'm going to go to the game. Okay. 
I'm gonna go to the games, boy. I'm gonna be in there because I want, I want to, I want to be able to come back and laugh at Nick fans in their face. Like, <laughs> did you see how bad he was? He's not gonna be bad, T bitch. In the triangle offense, yes, he is. Nah. Oh my Think god. Think about it, man. He has too much incentive to play hard. It's a contract year. He's gonna give it his all. Yeah, uh, look what happened the last couple of times he gave it his all. His 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 all gave out. <laughs> no, he want that payday. Watch him. Watch. It's gonna be a whole a whole different story. You right? I know you have like a crystal ball when it comes to basketball. I kind of think that um, <laughs> I don't think the NBA. I don't think the NBA is rigged. I think you get what you want. I think that there's like crucial points in games where momentum swings and championships get won. I think someone calls you and asks you what you want to see because <laughs> you always seem to predict these things. It is somewhat predictable. It's funny when uh, Cleveland was down three one. I was going to bet a thousand dollars on them to win the series, but you didn't because I backed out. I got scared. That would have been a good bet. You would have made a lot of money because a lot of people would have said something wrong with you. I would have made ten thousand dollars. I mean, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not understanding. You made worse. You made worse bets on the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wish I would have. Uh, enough about sports. Yeah. Um, a lot of things, a lot of things going on in music. Not going to talk about all of them because there's not that much time to really get into everything. I just want to point out to anybody who has not watched BTS inside the label. You should definitely get on demand or whatever your cable company calls the recorded show that they play you, and you should definitely watch that. There's these really, really good documentaries on. The labels in hip hop. Um, they just had their their series series season finale where they did Slip and Slide Records and Terror Squad, and just really really good in depth information. Some you know, some you don't know. It's just really really good. They've done DCP. They've done Loud Records that I know a lot of people have no idea who and what Loud Records is, but call themselves hip hop heads. It's a really 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 good show. And BET also does the BET Life Of, and they did My Wife from Another Life, Sierra. And I recommend this show to any <laughs> single person with a lock on their door, lubrication, and a tube sock. Wow. What is up with you today? Because I know how to, to throw the lines in when people ain't listening. <laughs> you wait until they're paying attention. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, why do I always get in trouble? Maybe because I control the switchboard. But um, definitely (laughs) check that out. And again, 8 o'clock tonight, the BET Awards comes on. I would not suggest watching the BET Awards to be like a critic of the who wins the awards because I believe that hip-hop and R&B are just a horrible place musically. But you're always gonna see something that is just that it's it's you have to see it so that you can make a com a comment at the cooler tomorrow. There's always gonna be some travesty, and there's gonna be a Prince tribute this year, and we need to see if this is done correctly. BET didn't have enough time to do a correct tribute to Michael Jackson because they wanted to rush it since he died earlier enough in the week. 
So I would love to see if Sheila E. and Roots and, and Chanel Monet can really put something together since, unfortunately, they've had enough time to pay tribute to Prince. But I know there was, there's not a BET Awards without the tomfoolery to push the race back 500 years. And I will be watching. So see, I don't want to watch it, man. Facebook is for that. Well, you might not have to, but I need you to because you bring a different element. You know, MJ's going to hopefully watch us. Vacation should be maybe over by then because, you know, we, when it comes to trap music and stuff like that, we need our resident trap artist to help us mm. understand what's going on. Because to this day, I still don't know what the song Cut It is about. And then I'm I'm the one that, that, that really listens to the hip-hop and, and really talk about that, but we need you to remind everybody that this is all trash. Even the best of it sucks because you're the only <laughs> one of us that really knows what hip hop sounds like. <laughs> so I need you to watch because I need you to come on and say that that boy shouldn't have pants on and it's like his sister had them on. We stole them off a girl's rack backstage. So we need stuff like that, man. Oh, man. All right, I'll try to watch it. <laughs> 8 o'clock tonight, we are going to get into, you know, Q has no idea that we've been calling the stuff. That we don't run stuff by him so far because he just don't, he don't come home no more. So we're going to get into the, <laughs> we're gonna get into the, the, the Cypher songs of the week from tonight's guest. She is the queen of Austin's soul. Miss Tamika Jones is tonight's guest. We have two songs from her, one entitled Head Over Heels. The other entitled Hot and Bothered when we return to the cypher. She should be live on the air with the Q Man and T Mitch. We will be right back. Just go to the 
All right, all right, all right. We are back. That's all you got. We got a song called Hot and Bothered, and the best you had was We're Back. Hey, man. I'm fasting, man. My mind is uh, not going in that that direction until after (laughs) sundown, okay? Welcome back to the cipher, ladies and gentlemen. I go I go by the name T Mitch. He's Q Man and those were the, the two cipher songs of the week from tonight's special guest. Um and without further ado, Q, you got anything else you wanna say before we before we, we bring her on? <laughs> nah, man, I'm ready to go. <laughs> you already laughing, so I know she's gotta be good one to herself like this must be an inside joke that they're on that I'm not a part of yet. <laughs> nah. So we don't have to waste any more time. So as Q would normally say, ladies and gentlemen, everything is bigger in Texas and as you just heard and just saw, so is the voice of tonight's guest. Um, originally a member of the group Eight Million Stories. I had to do my research to find that one. Wow. She is now on her own and recently released uh, her debut DP back in February. Uh, we stumbled upon her, and it's just a breath of fresh air. We made sure to get her on the show. Um, we're going to talk a lot about her music, the festivals that she's performed at, who she's been influenced by, and just her transition in this industry. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen of the New Soul Cypher, all the all of Mitch's Marauders and MJ, who I think is still peep listening. <laughs> we, we we introduced to some and we introduced to others. This Tamika Jones. Hey, how you doing? Good afternoon. Hey. How you doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you. All right. Good afternoon. <laughs> we're well, we're, we're, we're glad to have you on. Um, oh, I could have done so very we like your sound very, very, um, what's the word? Very nice sound, very um, relaxing, good, all those things. And we're really rolling, we're really rolling the dice here because you have the same last name as my ex-wife, so let's see if you are a nice person. <laughs> Jungle, primordial ruler of all beasts and the land and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to ask you some questions. Um, okay. T. Mitch usually dominates. He has control issues, so he's going to ask you the bulk mm-hmm. of the questions. Um, <laughs> if at any point we get a little too personal, you let us know. Okay. All right. I'll just- T. Mitch gets a little personal sometimes, so we'll see how hey, it goes. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm an open book. Yeah, I'm an open book. Okay. Slip so. like okay. away. Slip away. All right. Go All for right. it, T. Mitch. Got it. Green light. So <laughs> the, the first question, I do it so in my head, I just heard John Legend. So the first question yeah. is um, it's never really a question. Um, This is kind of the 
the underhanded softball toss. For those who may not know, just uh, take a brief moment and tell everybody who to make a challenge. Who, who I am. I am a finger uh, I'm a singer songwriter. Uh, born and raised in Austin, Texas. Lived there all my life. Never moved anywhere. I'm like a like a rare unicorn here because a lot of people there are a lot not a lot of Austinites born and raised there. So that's basically who I'm in a nutshell. Hmm. Unicorn too much. I know. Yeah, you know, I'm trying look. to figure out which definition she meant by unicorn. Like, did she mean the mythical? Mythological being yes. the unicorn, or there yes. we go. There's another definition of unicorn. She's a hot commodity, <laughs> T. Mitch. She's a rarity down there. Yes, rarity. There are other definitions. We gonna just move right on past that before things get hot spots on this show. Ways, um, but we're going to talk about that oh. off air. My God. Um, <laughs> we'll table that and we'll come back to it. So, okay. I think my, my first question, something that I'm very much interested in, we interview a lot of artists and we talk to them about their writing process and what goes into um, creating songs. Since you have been, you're one of the few artists we've talked to that have been the lead vocalist of a group, and now also you're you're an artist on your own. Um, just talk a little bit about, are there differences in creating when you're a part of a group as opposed to being a solo artist? Yeah, absolutely. The group is way easier. It was much easier because I was I'm not, I don't know about chords and, and music theory or anything, so it was, it was just really hard for me to create as a solo artist. It took a long time for me to write a good song, like several years, because I was stubborn. I, I didn't want to gig with other people. I, I, didn't, I didn't want to take, take my vision. I wanted to get it all on my own, but it took a long, long time, a lot of frustration. So it, it just waits it's much easier to write in, in a group. Hmm. But also, oh. I'm a control freak. So it, it, oh, it, okay. It, it's yeah, I, I just, I'm a style control vibe freak. Like, if it is the right vibe, I'm very sensitive to that. So, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I, com- I, completely feel the, I completely feel the same way, and that's why I take over the interviews. I just feel like we a style and a flow that I kind of yes. want, and the only way to get that is to do it. Oh. Well, okay, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm driving through traffic. <laughs> I, just got, I, just got, I just got through uh, like four days in, in the studio, and I'm, I'm driving um, back home from being in the studio. So I do apologize. Oh, no, that, that's yeah, fine. No. So what happened with your with your group when they split up? Was it a easy, mutual, okay, we've done this, let's move on thing? Or was it you saying, you know, you. Yeah, it was only it's only me being a, a control freak and, and a style freak. They wanted that kind of neo soul, Bill Scott, D'Angelo, Erica Badu thing, and I, mm-hmm. I was like feeling that. Mm-hmm. So I, I had I had to shoot the suit and uh, kind of kind of break break us up. 
Oh. Wow. Yeah. I wasn't yeah, you know, expecting I that. <laughs> a lot of honesty there. Yeah, I mean, I, I just try to keep, keep, it, keep it real. Off the cuff, I'm going off the cuff with this one. 
since there was a, it was an amicable split, but it was still a split because of, as the music business would say, creative differences. How does it feel? How does it feel? Because no matter what we look at, whatever genre of music, when you go from being the vocalist in the group to doing your own thing, sometimes the vocalist doesn't remain as successful as the as the group does. How does it feel right. knowing that you you wanted to do a certain sound, you wanted to do things your way, and now people are calling you the queen of all soul? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, we all we all knew, you know, they all knew what was going honesty so we're a little we're a little thrown i'm trying to figure out where to go next like i guess i guess for me i know for me um we're very much interested in in you know what you're creating especially since you're on the way back from the studio i you know i know you probably can't talk about a lot but you know what what, what are you working on now what's, what's the what's the vision what's the yeah next I'm working on my, finishing my EP. I, I was completely done by now. But this is my first uh, project, and, and I had to put my name on it, so it had to be right. And I had a, a producer that I got initially, but we weren't, we weren't like, seeing eye to eye on styles. It was the product that I needed. So I, I just had another producer. That's what I, I've been doing now is just trying to get, trying to get myself right. It's just, it's just a different beat of performing versus recording. Um, because you've got to get the right tone, the right pronunciation, the right rhythm, the freshness. Like, there's so many factors involved in making it like, a good sound and record. But I, I have no idea about it. It's a little longer than you're supposed to. But I'm just learning slowly, like, the entire way. So I, I just got to make sure my cup is hot. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. It's just been a very uh, arduous journey. Cause have you ever, like, when you create something, have you ever, like, kept stopping yourself and doubting yourself? Yes. Did you ever go through that? Yes, but I got married like, anyway. God. Oh my God. Oh. Your ex-wife or your wife? Your ex-wife? 
What'd you say? Did your ex wife? Yes, ex. Put two X's in X. front of it just so that we know it's you wanna know you you want you wanna know what makes this so much more comical and like shady at the same time? Yes, I wanna I wanna know. His, yeah. his ex his ex wife is my aunt. <laughs> no way. So imagine the, so imagine the position this puts me in every time he tells me. Oh. Don't worry about it. T. Mitch knows that he beat the odds and escaped a lot of evil, so he he knows. You talk, Come on. You talk about you talk about hot and bothered. <laughs> so I have a question for you. Yes. I want to know if you had the opportunity to join a bunch of other uh, um, singers, Beyonce. Um, and others in some sort of a grand thing where a million people were coming out and you could only perform one of your songs, which one would you perform and why? Okay. That would definitely be the, the, the song that I recorded that's on the MEV called, called Sandman. It's like mm-hmm. this like six week like slow burn thing where I'm like <laughs> it's like it's just like, there's a vibe there. And I know I can get into it easily, and I know I'm super nervous. But being out there with millions of people, and millions of people, so I know I have, I have a song that I, I can just like just, just fall into and get to survive. So definitely that. I, I don't think it's not out yet. Like mm-hmm. you hear it, you're gonna see why I I I chose uh, it. Okay. That's the first. That's a first. That's a first time that we've ever got an answer to that question for a song that hasn't been released yet. I know. Really? Yeah. I yeah. Think people don't like that song. I can't even have your own song. Oh, that'd be like blah 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 blah. Wrote and it's like a salsa, not with cumbia. No, you gotta like your own. You gotta like your own stuff, otherwise, why make it? You know? Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I guess. Of course. I love it. I love. It. I guess the last thing we would we would we would want to know is just you know where can everybody find you, find your music, whether your social media outlets. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I have I have a, I have a website, com. I don't want all that all that. And a dozen 
and a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts. Mm, Ain't nothing wrong with that. My ride home in traffic very very pleasurable. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's a big deal, T. Mitch, because it's it's hard to have a pleasurable anything when you're in traffic. I know that's right. Well, we will be keeping track of what you do and following your music. I'm going to send you a creepy Facebook request, and we will be in yes. touch with you moving forward. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for, for like, finding me. I, I'm really am very flattered. Very oh, flattered. no, the pleasure was, was all ours. So you take care, enjoy the rest of your Sunday, and we will be in touch thank soon. You. Okay, <laughs> thank care. you. Bye, Tamika. Bye. <laughs> Good job, T Mitch. I appreciate that, man. Um, actually, big shout out to Tamika and her her PR team. They actually reached out to us. You know, we kind of at that level now with you. Ours are coming to us and saying, "Hey, listen to my song. Maybe I can get an interview." And we're not, we're not yeah. You know, going after everybody else. Yeah. So, that's kind of that's kind of where we at right now. Just to see, not even like you know news and events, just some house cleaning things to get Q man caught up again. Um, we decided hmm. a couple of weeks back that um, one of the weeks that you weren't on the show, um, I know that you missed a lot of Q time, QT with the Q man. So what I've been doing is trying to do my best Q man. Impersonation to end the show. Um, one, I think you would be absolutely proud of um, the show after the late great Muhammad Ali passed away. Um, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't do anything off script, off the top of the dome. I literally just read the Facebook post that you posted on Facebook. Oh, the one I posted. Yeah, because, again, I wanted to capture, you know, what you would have said or how you would have felt. So I just read the post that, that you oh, wow. posted online. So people got that. And a couple of weeks ago, obviously, I, I had comments about the shooting in Orlando. And, mm-hmm. you know, I spoke about that. So I didn't really have anything today because I figured mm-hmm. you had three weeks off. And with last week, we didn't have a show. So you had three weeks. Yeah, you should have something to give the people today. Well, I mean, T. Mitch is five thirty-one. I mean, these people have been waiting. These people have waited <laughs> a, almost a month to get some QT with Q Man, not with T. Well, you know what? The only thing that I have this week is that uh, with this tragedy in Orlando. It reminds you of how real hate is, and we are on the verge of having a serious possibility of having a major source of hate in the White House. And the reason it's acceptable to so many people, unfortunately, is because we have so much hate in this country. So I do hope that everyone carefully reviews what these candidates are about and takes the lesser of the two evils because let's face it neither one is a golden child 
but there is one that is a preacher of hate and will never be the same. And things like what happened would only be the beginning. So let's hope that one day we can get back to where these things are rare and hardly ever happens and, you know, that type of thing. That's that's pretty much totally it, T-Mitch. I totally agree. Uh, just so that everybody knows, the the jokes about pride and coming out with them on purpose. It is National Pride Month, so I hope that everyone from you know my family members and my friends, if you know anyone that is out and proud and they are out in New York City right now, I hope that you are all safe at the Pride Parade. I hope nothing horrible happens and to anybody else that is, is looking to come out or just out and living in their truth. I applaud you, we applaud you here at the show and be safe today and um next week we are off. I am not trying to put a show together for Fourth of July weekend. I have no clue. That's Fourth of July weekend and, next week? Yeah, next weekend is Fourth of July weekend. Wow. Okay. Yeah, next Monday is the fourth, so no show. We will air something for you guys and then when we get back on July tenth, DJ Truth will be our guest. We've got our first DJ on the show, so we're gonna have a lot of classic hip hop. Well classic that Q and I would call classic. I don't know about MJ. But <laughs> we're gonna interview a DJ for a change. So uh that's what we got coming cool. up as always. Check out nextdl.com dot com. That's all I got, Q. Get us out of here. Hey, uh Good to be back on such a nice day for T. Mitch and myself and the Next to the L family. Check out the website, and we will be back next week where we will try to do better. Until then, enjoy this weather. Take your shirt off. We're out of here. Good night, everybody. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.